when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Yes, I know that sounds cliche and maybe even corny. However, for our next guest, it is her reality. She has used this time for personal growth, quality family time, and maintaining connections with her colleagues and work family. We discuss what support really looks like, her connection to Janet Jackson, and how she's taken lemons and made lemonade. Please enjoy this episode of Don't Look Under the Bed with our guest, Juliana Watham. Juliana Wathen. She has worn many hats, including designer, artist, and performer, to name a few. Currently, she's a senior sales manager with Cosmo Cool Concepts, the destination management company in Houston. Welcome to the show, Juliana. Thanks, ladies. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you. We're so happy to have you with us today. Yes. And I'm happy to be with anybody. (laughs) <laughs> so glad to talk to somebody are you kidding me absolutely and I mean I I know you on a personal level as we've worked together in associations and um just you know throughout the years but for people that don't know you please tell us about your hospitality journey well um You touched on a few things. Yes, I've been a performer for, you know, 45 years. Um, I started out in theater here in Houston as a costumer at Stages Theater uh, and then went on to work at a scenic shop and designed props, which I found out were being used at special events like themed corporate events, the opera ball, the ballet ball, Cattlemen's Association, you know, um, all the different fundraisers for all the charities and I kind of got stuck in that for a good long time. Over 12 years, I was a designer and then um, progressed on to a DMC, um, which is the overall planner. So not just designing the props, but designing the whole room and the the events and the meetings and transportation and the team building. So now I'm not in the shop creating and actually building and designing I'm actually just facilitating bringing all the best components together for my clients. That is awesome. So tell us about like one of the fun, crazy events that you all have hosted. Oh my gosh. Um, We've done so much, you know, with the Super Bowls and the Final Fours and the All-Star Games. Those have all have been, you know, extra exciting. I think our, our the thing we laugh about the most is the first Super Bowl that was here. We actually did Janet Jackson's after party for um, after the Super Bowl, and I was oh, literally sitting on my that's couch. That's cool. I just gotten home and had gotten a glass of tea, and halftime came on, and what happened happened, and all of a sudden I stood right back up and put my shoes back on because I knew we were going to have to go right back down to the venue. Um, because all heck was breaking loose. And we also had done the, the dressing rooms there at the stadium and they were shutting everything down and booting people out. And we had to immediately go right back to work, taking things out that weren't supposed to come out till the next day because of all of it. So that was just 
one of those you think you're going to relax and it's all over for a moment and it's not you got to keep going but okay um, so back up a little bit so you had to go back to the stadium and do what now we had provided all of the punk yard furniture and eclectic furniture in all the dressing rooms for all the musical entertainment. Yes, okay. We had also had to ship in Janet Jackson's personal um, beauty salon chair mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for her dressing room. Yeah. Um, and they were throwing MTV out, Viacom, which was in charge of the whole Super Bowl, oh. literally threw the MTV uh, crew out of the building. And they said, we can't be responsible for any of your items. We've been asked to leave the building immediately. Oh my goodness. Wow. So okay. That fur was flying backstage like nobody's business. Wow. So we had to get back to the stadium and start loading furniture before it, you know, sprouted legs and walked out on its own. Fascinating. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I knew yeah. there was a big... Oh, yeah. Hullabaloo. We had a Scarface and... footstool that Kid Rock took with him, and we sent him the bill, and he did pay it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Right now, look, this, this is the real deal right here. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. But, you okay. know, that's part of being a DMC is being able to flip on a dime and just change your thought pattern and change what you're doing and shift gears and, you know, make whatever has to happen, happen. You just yeah. got to get in there and do it. Wow. Wow. And I'm glad you, you mentioned DMC because I still find that some people are like, well, what's a DMC? So I'm asking you, what's a DMC? I am so glad you asked. <laughs> a, a DMC is a destination management company. And what that means is we are the local experts on Houston. So people come from other cities, towns, or even countries, and they look for somebody that's an expert that can refer them to go to the best hotels, the best fit for them for their group for off-site dining or activities, venues. Um, they look to us to get them around town where they need to go in a timely manner. So we're handling their transportation. We meet and greet at the airport and um, meet them in baggage claim wherever they like so that we get them on the buses and get them where they need to be. And we stay with them throughout the whole three or four days of their event and facilitate everything from maybe they want to do public service and do something for a charity here in town. Uh, we facilitate that. Uh, that. Maybe they want to have a casino or they want to have a special theme party. We facilitate that. We take them down to Galveston. We wine them and dine them and they want to buy out the pleasure pier. We set everything up for them. So we're their eyes and ears on the ground that tell them where to go and where the best bang for their buck is going to be in Houston. That's awesome. fun. And wow. Okay. It's, it's there because people assume that you have to be this big uh, corporate thing to use a DMC. Is there like, do you service multiple types of groups or different sizes? Absolutely. We have handled groups from 15,000 down to, you know, a dozen. Um, it just depends on what you're doing, what your budget is, and what your what experience you're looking for. You know, we've mm -hmm. gone in and rented out Minute Maid Park and spent three days setting it up and had 30 performers in there and every food imaginable and every entertainment imaginable. And you know, we've also picked up 12 people to go to dinner at Brennan's Steakhouse or something. You know, yeah. it just depends on what you're looking for. And we have the vehicles and the staff 
to accommodate all that. You know, if you want to go build sandcastles on the beach for team building, we take you down there and do that. So it just depends on what experience you're looking for. Yeah, that's cool. So what have you been doing since the shutdown? <laughs> oh, the shutdown. Well, <laughs> right when COVID hit, I would say around March of last year, I noticed on LinkedIn that Florida Atlantic University was offering some free um, certifications or certificates in hospitality leadership and management. And I thought, well, you know, I'm still in the office. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to try that. I never mm -hmm. graduated college. Um, I took all my uh, classes for my main degree, but I didn't do all the math and biology and history mm -hmm. and government and all that. Well, I took this class and it was much more in depth than I thought it was going to be. It was 15 yeah. hours of lectures and tests. Mm -hmm. And I actually got like a B plus. And I was Shout out to Dr. Ritchie for, uh, for putting right. that out there. F-A-U. Oh my God. F-A-U. That yes. was awesome. Mm -hmm. But it sparked me to inquire just how many credits I had at school. Yeah. So I called up my alma mater, Sam Houston State University, and said, yeah, where am I? You know, yeah. what do I need? Mm -hmm. And I actually still had some professors there that had started when I was in school in 1981. And they wow. said, well, Juliana, it looks to us like you've completed everything for your major in the department. You need your core classes. So I went to Lone Star Community College and enrolled and took 16 hours over the course of the summer and then enrolled for another 18 in the fall and then a, a mini semester over December and then another 12 this spring and I'm currently in summer school and I graduate next May. Wow, that's that, awesome. And I've that made nothing is. but A's and B's, all A's and B's. I would have never thought it. That's great. Good Math for you. Okay. Of my existence and I've, I've made A's in biology. I've made A's in my math classes. And I wonder, who am I? Share your <laughs> secrets with me. <laughs> who the wow. hell am I? That and is so we inspiring. Started, okay. We started farming and my niece has five acres up by Lake Conroe and my great niece, who's nine, and I put in a 50 foot by 60 foot garden, which we've been tending. And we've been canning and like crazy and processing and putting things in the freezer. And I just made some fabulous ginger peach jam yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. We've had so, some great you know, rain just... lately. And I find that in my garden, because I have a small one as well. I mean, I went back there the other day and I had like eight, eight little okra things to pull off and they, they kind of grew oh, overnight. Yeah. No. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. You got to watch them. If they get too big, they get tough. So you got to every other day go out there. They love yes. the heat. The okra loves the heat. It so does. We're, um, harvesting okra right now and mm -hmm. corn and tomatoes, probably 15, 20 pounds of tomatoes a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I get tomatoes every day as well. Well, you guys yeah, are going to have a like, fruit stand. I need to drive. <laughs> Listen, <by. I'm, laughs> I have so much squash back there. I'm going to need to take it to HEB and sell it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. We raked it on. We raked in the zucchini squash and the yellow squash like yes. nobody's business. And also, uh, I got more collards and mustard greens and spinach that then you can shake the stick at. I blanched wow. for days. Oh, that is wonderful. So you've been busy during yeah, this period. That's good. Wow. Well, and then when I'm not busy is when I find myself getting the most depressed and the craziest. So I would say taking online classes mm -hmm. really kept me on a schedule 
yeah. as if I was working sure. and kept me goal, kept me goal minded and, um, kept me engaged with other people. Yeah. Um, especially some of my lecture classes with the younger generation, it mm -hmm. was wonderful to be able to exchange ideas with them and hear their yeah. point of view on things. Um, especially with all the different social matters going on and the mm -hmm. politics yeah. just to get their take on life in general. And for me to be able to share with them, uh, yeah. some of the things yeah. that are going on or that went on that they didn't understand. Right. They didn't understand the history of a lot of things. Right. So it's been a very productive year, a lot of personal growth mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of family time and I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't feel like it was wasted time. Uh, and and that part right yeah, there, yeah, you know, that's the. Th I mean, you've you've truly taken a lemon, and <laughs> this is so corny, but you've truly taken <laughs> a lemon and made lemonade and lemon pies and lemon cake. You know, you've done yeah. so many things. Yeah, all of it beyond. Yeah. You know, that's why I, when I, I thought about it in my head, I was like, okay, wait a minute. That's just so corny, but, but it's true. I mean, but it's taken, true. It is. No, yeah. 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 Uh, you've taken a situation and really, you know, maximized your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, our lovely governors decided to cut that extra money for us. And I was really hoping that was going to carry us through September, yeah. which is when we really expected things to open up. Well, mm -hmm. I haven't had to sing for my supper in probably eh, 12 years and wow. guess what i'm doing next month i'll be singing on the july 23rd in a bar in galveston oh wow okay that's collecting awesome. up money so i can buy some groceries right <laughs> i've got to make i got to fill the gap yeah you know if we're true. not gonna get it from the government i still have to fill the gap i don't have mm -hmm. enough money to make all my bills so yeah. what do i fall back on i guess mm -hmm. i'm gonna go sing in a bar <laughs> Wow. That's yeah. You got to do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. Yeah. You got to feed your family. I so. can sit home and complain about it and yeah. run up my credit cards, or I can just go do something about it. And what can I do? Well, I'm doing everything else I'm can do. I guess I can go sing and make some cash. So wow. And and come and, out and see me. Yeah, the, and thankful that you know you you have that talent. I mean, I've seen more right. more people using their craft talents and cooking talents and you know, doing things to supplement through this time. I mean, I, I tell people everybody, you know, everybody I know is unemployed right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's yeah. pretty much, you know, just because of the way the industry works, mm -hmm. you, you know, you know, everyone and it's, I mean, it's just really, it's just really something to see. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we've been, and you'd mentioned a, a, you know, like a vegetable stand, we've actually been sharing the overflow from our garden with you know family and friends that we know are in the same boat you know wow. um yeah just because there is an abundance and there's a need mm -hmm. so if we're able to help someone meet that need yeah. you know and a lot of people are like well i don't know how to cook collards girl let me come over and teach you how to cook some collards come on right. now exactly <laughs> i will yeah. do it <laughs> you know because they haven't had to they haven't yeah. had to cook they, they you true. know where they're grabbing and getting you know how hectic our life is you're yeah. good to get two meals a day mm -hmm. but when all of a sudden you're home and you have to cook and it's cheaper to cook a lot of people don't know what to do right right so right. you know oh i'm all about whipping up some pie crust and putting some cinnamon sugar on it and calling it you know, a little cinnamon tostada and here you go, kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not a tostada, yes. <laughs> and and they, they, they're in, 
Um, it's just some pie crust, girl. It's just some Crisco <laughs> and some flour, a pinch of salt, and seven tablespoons of cold water, give or take it, you know. That but is hilarious. If you don't know that, you don't know it, you know. Yeah. That, yeah, that's amazing. And I mean, who would have thought us coming to a complete standstill would, you know, open all these talents? Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. the thing where, you know, we're cooking, we're making stuff. We're, we're doing things you, you'd never be able to do those things. You know, if you were still putting in 50, 60 hours a week, late nights, early mornings, you never would have, you know, you, you, you would never have time like that. Right. Exactly. Because it does take time in it and it is hard work, Mm -hmm. you know, getting out there and pulling weeds or, you know, feeding the hogs or, you know, collecting up chicken eggs. It, Mm -hmm. It all takes time. Yeah. That's that's everybody needs to be taken care of. Yeah. So when you're not farming, what do you what else do you do for fun and just to fill your bucket? I love to go fishing. Okay. I love the beach. I need to be dunked in some seawater every now and then just to regenerate my soul. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mm -hmm. the beach is my big primary getaway and being able to just go out and go fishing and uh, be calm and on the water just kind of regenerates my soul being outside I just like being outside yeah I love that let's talk about um the live events coming back online I saw that you went to the um, meeting planners international in Las Vegas talk about that I did well I I was real lucky because I'm a college student full-time I was able to renew my MPI membership um for a song and they were bundling a membership with um, registration for WEC. So I, you know, for $300, I was able to pay for my um, membership and my registration. And after I'd already paid it, my boss came back and said, I'll reimburse you. And I went, That's awesome. who are you? See, that is, <laughs> but okay. that is amazing. Here's, here's the invoice. So I went, we had a great time. Yeah. Um, Certainly, it wasn't as extravagant as in the past. Uh, the sponsors, you know, just aren't there. They don't have the sponsorship dollars, mm-hmm. and and they don't have the money. But the substance, the yeah. the speakers the were fabulous. Mm-hmm. We were the first convention to be held in the New Caesars Forum. It's yeah. a beautiful building. It's enormous, but it's beautiful. Um, they did a great job um, having us there. There were great breakout sessions and great offsite events. And, you know, everybody's looking forward. Yeah. Um, they're talking a lot about the female recession in the workplace and that the women are slower to come back to work because they're trying to figure out childcare. Yeah, of course. Um, and that people have realized an appreciation for work life balance and those 60 and 70 hour, you know, director of catering positions. Yeah, forget um, about it. Regardless of how much money they're offering, people aren't willing to come back and say they're going to work 60 or 70 hours Mm -hmm. a week. They're looking for more work-life balance. Yeah. So um, as people come back, we're seeing big business have to kind of change the way they're doing business. Yeah. Yeah. And be more flexible in that people are, you know, I do have to take my kid to school at eight o'clock and it is important to me Mm -hmm. that it's not my neighbor doing it. Um, And I'll be in at nine. Yeah, you know, and they're just right, being right. a lot more flexible with that. So, and they figured out that we can get a lot of work done from home, and that we're not just you know sitting there watching soap operas all day. We're working. We want to work. Yeah, 
I'd rather work than do laundry. So I'm not going to be sitting at home doing laundry because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) I'd rather go, you know, hoe weeds in the garden than just sit. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, that's good. I'm excited to have live meetings coming back again and to see the industry actually leading the way um, gives me hope, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they've said that it's all but tripled um, participation in that uh, hybrid events will not go away, where some people might have had a convention that maybe 3,000 attendees. Mm-hmm. And then as they opened it up for a hybrid, they're seeing almost 10,000 with um, people accessing the online. Oh, you wow. still have those that are attending, but mm-hmm. all those that wouldn't have been able to attend are going mm-hmm. online and yeah. watching virtually. And so it's spreading their message so much further. And they're going, yeah. wow, that's a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're, we're reaching more people by doing an event. Yeah. So you get I, the best yeah. of both worlds. I could see that. You know, I mean, it's it's great, fantastic being there in person. But if for some reason you you couldn't get there, having that option um, would certainly, you know, make that audience larger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, and the it, reach is further. You know, it, yeah. And it's, it's just revenue. I mean, it's going to pay for itself with the people that pay for the online access. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. smart. Very smart. Yeah. So, yeah. But what does that do for proposals come through? Say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, we've already seen some large size proposals, uh, oh, okay. RFPs, mm-hmm, be requested mm-hmm. for the fall. Yeah. Um, nothing really before the second week of August, but um, uh, everybody in the industry seems to be like standing at, the, you know, the edge of a cliff, saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's yeah. When it does, it's going to just hit us full force. Right. So, and they're standing at the cliff, and the cliff is like September. Fifth or something like that, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then be prepared so, so. to be prepared to run because it's going to be busy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So what's what's happening? Um, so I guess with with Cosmo, because obviously when things stop, their business, your your business stop. But um, what's what's going on over there like now? Well, um, luckily, our owner, Andy Litwin, owns multiple companies, and one of those is an online um, company, and we actually flipped our full staff over there for the first couple of months of COVID, and we're fulfilling orders on masks and gloves and medical equipment that he'd previously only ever sold to dentists. Oh, wow. And they were okay. like face shields for dentists, yeah. um, because they get a lot of backlash working on people's teeth. So all of a sudden we were, you know, packaging up things to send out um, for that. And then as that kind of started maintaining itself and slowing down a bit, we ended up being furloughed, you know, mm-hmm. first one, then two, then all the way up to all of us. Yeah. Um, he's been able to keep our insurance going, our health insurance, which is. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, okay. So we are truly just furloughed. And then we, um, as of, as of uh, about a month ago, we've come back doing 20 hours a week. Two of us, mm-hmm. myself and Melissa, are back mm-hmm. in the office. Um, our part-time workers are coming in contract as we get events. Um, and that might be our meet and greet staff, or it might be our team building staff. But yeah. as we contract individual events, we bring them back in on those. 
So we're just looking, you know, we're eager to ramp back up full force and be in the office every day. We miss being in the office with each other and yeah. having lunch together and hearing about everybody's personal woes and, you know, having that morning coffee and solving the problems of the world before we get right. started yeah. on events every morning. But, um, <laughs> you know, we're a family. Right. We're, we yeah. are definitely a family mm -hmm. and we're a small enough company that it, it truly does feel that way. And yeah. even, you know, people come and go, we still meet up with them and say, let's go have a cocktail. You know, your family, we care. We've, yeah. and we've checked on each other throughout the past year. Wow. That's awesome. Just being, being there and being that reminder, you know, for, Hey, we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's so that. cool that you guys have such a great support system. I mean, having that health insurance, that's big. Um, yeah, it, you know, and just uh, having the options to stay on and work at the other company, you know, bringing you back, you know, 20 hours at a time or whatever, that's support. And that that's yeah. what support looks like. Right. No, Andy's doing everything he possibly can, and he's very candid and very transparent. We talk about, you know, the PPP loans and, yeah. you know, what that can do for us and how long it would sustain us and, you know, what we can do with it. And, I mean, everything's, like I said, it's like a family. Everything's very transparent about what we're doing and how we're doing it. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I, I have a question because I know you've mm -hmm. dealt with some major events here, but what is one of the um, just kind of absolute requests that you've ever received from a client? Huh. <laughs> Too well, many to I, count. <laughs> you know, we, we've gotten we've gotten some pretty big requests and, and I always tell them, you know, it's only limited by the law and your money, you know, um, if, you can, if you can afford it and it's legal, we'll do it. That's awesome. Um, I love that. <laughs> we like, so, it. I mean, nothing, nothing is, you know, off the table as far as I'm concerned, as long yeah. as it, you know, meets OSHA standards is legal and they can afford it. Money yeah. fixes a lot of uh, issues. So yeah, it does. <laughs> It's you know, we awesome. were able to get uh, we were able to get a, a fireworks permit in the woodlands when no one else could get one, and they even other people bidding on the on the job told the client that you can't get a, a permit to do fireworks yeah. in the woodlands. You just right. can't get it, and I got it. Wow! But it just so happened that my partner has Thanksgiving dinner with the woman who was the fire marshal head ah. of the fire department at that time. So <laughs> there it, is, you go. it is about who you know. There is still a little bit about, you know, you know, Houston is a really big city, but it can be a real small town too. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. relationships are super important. Yes. Super important. So about who you know and who knows you. So that means when I yeah. need to get that elephant for the parade, <laughs> I can ask you for the permit. Hey, we can so do I can it. Get the elephant we or the camel. It. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> or the longhorn steer. You know, you can think, oh, well, yeah, anybody can hire a longhorn steer, but I yeah. want it in the ballroom at the Hilton of Americas. Oh, There's only boy. one longhorn steer that has been trained to handle being in a freight elevator. <laughs> okay, see, there that is only right one there, in I Texas. Don't even, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it can't just be anybody and you spring them on them and say, Hey, by the way, we're, we're taking, we want you to put your, your bull upstairs in the ballroom. There's a freight elevator There's a freight more elevator. than capable of 
transporting your animal. But what about that animal? Oh that my animal goodness. may not like being in that elevator. <laughs> not at all. Absolutely not. Do, do you often deal with animals? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like puppies right <laughs> we have done puppies at conventions let me tell you what having a, a, a puppy booth where people can just come down and oh, pet yeah. a dog during a convention yeah is such a stress reliever for people it is they had that at connect and remember we have, nikki in we have Florida. brought in yes. service dogs yep. service dogs and puppies yeah um because people either miss their animals at home mm -hmm. or they just need that connection maybe they have some social anxiety and they just need that unconditional love from that animal. So yeah, we've done the service animals uh, at conventions before. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, we've brought in horses, we've brought in camels, we've brought in elephants before. I mean, whatever, you know, somebody wants a parakeet, somebody wants a monkey yeah. on their shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys That's do awesome. it all. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so. Like, I, like I said, the only restrictions are the law and your pocketbook. Yeah, I like it. You're like, hi, can I speak to the monkey guy? Yeah, I'm going to need him <laughs> yeah. for Friday at five. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you do. Oh, that is so <laughs> yep. funny. That is funny. <laughs> so as we wrap up, give our listeners your... Um, message of hope and optimism for the future of the industry you know i i sit back and i and i look at everybody and i see the people that are you know being pessimistic and saying it's never going to be the same no it's not going to be the same but we're not looking to recreate what we left behind we're looking for better and yeah. i think we've learned a lot of lessons mm -hmm. i think we've found a lot of new ways to do things and that they can be done where people were maybe resistant to changing the way things have been done in the past. Mm -hmm. We've had to make those changes and some of them are going to be here to stay. And yeah. the bottom line is people want to see each other face to face and yeah. they're going to happen. It's going to happen. We're going mm -hmm. to have meetings. We're going to have conventions. It's going to be back and we're going to have so much to do in Houston in the next couple of years that we're not going to know what to do. There's more yeah. than enough business for everybody. I agree with you. Yeah. Where can our listeners find you and connect? They can connect with me at Cosmo Cool Concepts on uh, the web at CosmoCoolConcepts.com. Mm -hmm. They can certainly just put my name in, Juliana Waffen, on any Google search. And you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, um, you can find personal blogs I've written, you can see if I'm singing somewhere and have something new going on. There's always a way to find me. I'm, I'm, I'm out and proud, easy to find. That is awesome. So we can, um, I need to get some tips uh, for those collard greens and stuff. So- uh, Oh, you got it. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be reaching out to you about those. Because my greens are not doing so well, and neither are my beets. I think something has come in and either taken up the seeds or something. But oh man, am I in the right season for beets? I'm not sure, but I'm having an no, issue. No, ma'am, you missed it. You missed it. All oh. your root vegetables need to be in the ground by the last week of January. Oh, okay. And, and that and that includes your collards okay. and your mustards and all that. Your carrots, your onions, your beets—all that needs to be in the ground by the last week of January. 
And by now, they're, they're, they're done. We're done with them. We've already okay. pulled everything and cleared the field on that. Wow. Okay. Wow. You're into, you're into <laughs> your hot water. You're into your hotter weather stuff right now with your, your black eyed peas. Green yeah. beans are fading away right in the aisle, but mm-hmm. the black eyed peas and purple holes are doing good. Okra loves the heat. It's growing. Yeah. Corn is ready to harvest. Mm-hmm. And we got to start thinking about what we're going to do for the fall garden. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what, Juliana, don't hang up. Cause I, I need yeah. to make, I need to make my appointment for that fried corn that you're over there making. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so good. You, look, so you just hang on, but it has been an absolute pleasure having you spend this time with us on our show. Yes, it um, is. You know, you've given great energy and just really a total positive way to, to look at this time, you yeah. know? Some people say pandemic. I call it a pause-demic because we've taken a pause. Yeah, that's that's what this has been. But we absolutely want to thank you for coming on today and just you know sharing with us and your gardening. So exciting and you know absolutely wish you all the best and you know can't wait oh, to see you. you graduate and go across the stage. I know oh, that's going to be too. amazing. <laughs> That's going I'm, to a, be. I'm, I'm actually eyeballing that $600 class ring. And I'm like, do I really want a college yes, ring? You do. Well, you yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. absolutely might. earned it. <laughs> yes, you well, do. Well, thank y'all so much for having me. I've enjoyed it so much. And I can't wait to see y'all in person. Same here. Thank you so much. We thank you for listening to Don't Look Under the Bed. You can continue to support the show by subscribing and sharing. Hospitality, that's our business.